Welcome, everybody, to another Angry Wargamer podcast. I'm your host, Jason the Angry Wargamer, and Drew and Lando are here, and we have a guest with us. Mr. Brett Engelbert, the Funtime Nerds on TikTok, is here with us today. What's up, guys? <laughs> What's cracking? What's Yo. fucking good? Let's not pretend we just recorded another episode before this. <laughs> Why you gotta fucking ruin the mystique, piss, you piece of shit? Because it's me. I have to. This is what I do. This is my shtick. You're the shittiest clown ever. You're the shittiest clown ever. Yeah, yeah. What have you guys been up to? Uh, I've been working my ass off, is what I've been doing. Uh, extra fucking bullshit at work. That's fucking great. So obviously, if anybody doesn't know already, I'm a fucking union steward for my local and I have to file grievances. And this week is my first week alone um, outside of before. So my first week, my first week alone this year uh, without my other steward with me. And I'm filing like fucking 25 grievances just this week. And uh, that's before the bullshit of next week. So. There's that. <laughs> what about you, Orlando? How's life going for you? Well, starting yesterday, uh, they're having me uh, stay at work for another hour alongside my extra OT. So now I'm pulling in over 80 hours now for work. Jesus. But in my downtime, um, <laughs> I've been, whatever, how much that is, that is, uh, <laughs> I was about to say, uh, like, you have downtime? How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> yeah, su- surprising. Um, I got Pokemon Legends Arceus this week, and I got to, ch- and I, and I got to play a little bit of it. By the way, Um, I found a fucking shiny Vidoof in the tutorial. <laughs> and just before this recording, I found a second one. A shiny, no, a second shiny Vidoof? No, well, it, it, so it's, I have three shinies now. Oh my a, God. the ponytail that you get. Yeah. A Bidoof that I found at the very beginning of the game. Yeah. And now is a second Bidoof. I'm I'm loaded with Bidoofs. Yeah, no, I only have the uh the one. <laughs> I, I don't even have uh I have Ponyta and that's it. <laughs> Can I just say this now? Um I don't know or maybe I'm just that dead exhausted or whatever, but uh, I really love this game. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to take back what I said before. Like, it's kind of growing on me. Um, I'm glad, fucking right, you are. I'm glad that I'm glad that it is. It's a it's really still, fucking good game. It's different, and I'm not gonna say that it's not different, but I'm. I found some enjoyment in it. So 
Like I've been playing it. It's I'm still not completely hundred percent sucked in. Um, I still have like a lot of story left to do, but like I don't even know why the story even matters at this point. I you know, I clocked out of the story a while ago. Yeah, and that the problem is is I'm trying to grind the story because I just want to get it over with so I can do the other stuff. What the fuck do you need to grind for? The, the balance—that is one gripe that I do have with this game. It's the fucking balance issue. It's completely okay. You know how most Pokemon games, the wild Pokemon aren't really much of a trouble to you, but the <laughs> trainers might. Yeah, yeah. It's the complete opposite in this game. No, I know, and that's what I'm saying. You don't grind. Have to grind I have to... for shit, and you basically run over the fucking story like it's nothing. <laughs> you're wrong Dude, i had level 40 <laughs> pokemon before i even got my first star really man yes. i must be the only one you know what it is is because I, I didn't find to, it you don't have to try with this game when it comes to the story it's the wild pokemon that kicked your ass see no i'm having the, the best thing is is that you don't have like all six of your pokemon if you have six can faint and the fight isn't necessarily over. All you have to do is just dodge the brutality of uh, uh, of of your target until you either get the hell out of there or you heal up or try to heal up uh, your party and go back for another round. Like it's the wild Pokemon yeah. that tends to be well, in particular the alpha Pokemon that tends to be the. Uh, so I'm having the exact opposite issue. I'm having the issue of, um, uh, what's it called? Like I went too fast. <laughs> I wasn't catching all the Pokemon like I should have. And I went too fast through the story. So now I'm trying to, um, I have my highest level, I think is like level 54. And I'm trying to fuck around with level 65s right now. <laughs> so Dude, I was doing that before I got my first star. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that the only Pokemon that gave me like a serious challenge or a run for my money was the fucking Alakazam at that one particular part of the road at the very beginning of the game. Because at level sixty five, it will kick your ass. Yes, but, yes, it will. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. Yeah. I'm definitely enjoying the game now because it's like I'm just going around like just catching everything. Like at first, like I didn't realize like the uh, have, you haven't gotten to the distortion fields yet. I don't think have you? Nah. Wait, distortion are those the ones where the the space time rectums uh pop out of nowhere, different random locations? Yes, the space time rectums. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because they're just essentially assholes. Dude, they, uh, yeah. So yeah, those started to open up, and then you go running into them and realize that just fucking shit just keeps spawning on top of you. Yeah, that's not yeah, fun. Um, that is not fun. <laughs> oh, it is for me, man. It, it's essentially a scavenger hunt. The fuck do I find yeah. today? No, exactly. Oh look, evolutions galore. You can pick up. Oh, a, hello, Steelix. You Where'd can you pick come a, from. Well, yeah. Oh, sweet Gengar. I'll catch. You could join me right now. Sure. Great. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, you I'm having... like gathering up all sorts of different items from shards to fucking rare berries and whatnot. It's just like. It's, it's just great. 
Yeah, it's so, yeah, yeah. That's. So you like the rectum? Yeah. <laughs> hey. You play with the, the rectum. And then one in the stink. <laughs> you search the rectum. You love the rectum. <laughs> Embrace the rectum. <laughs> so is the title of this particular episode going to be Pokemon Anal Sex? <laughs> yes! Yes! Poke the rectum? Here at the Roundtable Podcast, we do not judge whether or not we are into Pokemon. We will, however, be, we will, however have um, plenty of soap in hand. We're gonna call it <laughs> call it Pokey Rectum, Pokey Rectum. Sure, why the fuck not? Oh god, no! The, the, it's you have a... to feature Digital Princess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I should, you know what? I should. Uh, what we were talking about on the last uh, last episode, I should reach out to her and see if she'll be on. And just fucking start asking her questions. Dude, she's like the shittiest human being ever. I'm just saying, wow. it doesn't doesn't stop me from reaching out. I, I just ask her a whole bunch of questions about her kid. Yeah, she'll no. be she'll be stumped the whole podcast. I'm not trying to get fired, <laughs> or I'm not trying to get I'm not trying to get uh, what's the what's the word? Sued. I'm Answer. not trying to get sued. This fucking guy. <laughs> but yes, Pokemon Legends Arceus is a really damn good game. And uh, it's a very refreshing take. And I'm glad that I got the chance to play it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to retract a lot of what I said, but I'm still mad about certain things. Oh, there are some there are some gripes, but there are also some like really great life uh, uh, life life equality changes. No quality of life changes. There we go. Uh, like the like what they did with the move pool, for instance. Yes. It took, it took them. It took them eight fucking generations, but finally they 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 were able to make it in a way that it makes so much sense for the uh for the game. So for those who have played Pokemon at any point in time, you would understand that. Every creature has a max of four moves to use, and any time you want to try and replace it with a try to add a fifth move, you have to replace it with one of the four moves you got. This was done so that you could uh, it it limited the potential of every Pokemon, but it forced you to uh, work with what you got essentially, and it allowed to an extent customization. Well, they've essentially semi-removed that limitation. Now every Pokemon can technically know every single move in their move pool alongside their potential move tutor moves. However, they're freely interchangeable in between in between battles, giving your Pokemon uh, far more customization than ever before, in my opinion. This needs to come back in in Generation Nine. I, it's such a beautiful mechanic. I hundred percent agree, and I like how they do it by level, uh, where you can um, uh, master the move, the move masteries, where you get the agile and strong style, which is also a phenomenal mechanic. 
if you oh, played yeah. around with it. I really like that mechanic. They've also tweaked the way evo- uh, level evolution works, which instead of just pressing B every single time when you just want to halt the progress, now you get to decide at any point in time, once they reach that certain point, that certain level, then you can decide at any time whether or not they'll evolve. I think that's a far more convenient way of evolving a Pokemon than just constantly stopping it at every attempt just because it levels up. Right. No, I like that too. I ran into a problem, which is not really a problem because I, I fucking got my favorite Pokemon like right away. Um, my first evolution, because if you catch it low enough, it automatically has baby doll eyes. And if you have the fairy type move, it automatically um, goes to uh, Sylveon, which is fine. Like Sylveon is one of my favorite, like is my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> and uh, to, for it to just evolve like that, I was like, all right, cool. And then I went to go evolve another one and I was like, oh, this isn't going to work. And then I really, then that's when I figured out the whole like switching the moves and the strong style and agile style and stuff like that. Um, so right now I have... What was it Umbreon, Sylveon, Leafeon? Leafeon, I did find the mossy rock for, so I already knew what that was. Um, Jolteon, and I don't have Flareon yet. So I've got uh, Jolteon, yeah, Jolteon, Leafeon, Umbreon, and Sylveon. So, but yeah. There are people out there that are grinding out the fucking Eevee Lucians just to have full teams of Eevees, and I was like, stop. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> well, to be fair, they can be quite found quite commonly in those very same time rift uh areas. So that makes it that makes it impossible. But I didn't know that until until actually until they started spawning. Otherwise, until then. I was still hunting them in the first area. Right. I was too rare. Yeah. No, they're not too rare. They dude, I only found like one a day. Cause they they rare they rarely ever spawn. You have to find them at a very specific spot during a very specific time of day. And then those bastards will run the fucking moment they spot you. You're a terrible ninja then. <laughs> Do I look like a ninja? I'm just saying. Why, like, what did, what did I want to do? I wanted to go fucking go mano e mano with a goddamn Ursaring, which I didn't learn until later that he was in a later part of the game. And when do I get to punch a fucking Ursaring in the face? All I'm saying is that the the one I've only had one problem. Like all these people are like with Snorlax and sit trying to catch Snorlaxes. I tried to um, XP grind. An alpha, uh, an alpha electrovire with a Garchomp, which you would think would be perfect because electric doesn't affect ground and you're fine. No, that motherfucker knew Hyper Beam, turned around and blasted me in the face, and then I had to go running across the map to get away from the motherfucker. Like, <laughs> which, by the way, I love the fact that you can see the Pokemon attack you. Like, they charge up their abilities while they're like you're cha- like they're chasing you. Oh, that is the, the best thing ever. In generation 6, 7 and 8, every time you enter a battle, the location is preset, it's predetermined based on the based on where you are. 
it isn't you aren't fighting in that exact same spot but rather you're put into like a a particular battle screen or a battle arena of sorts mm-hmm. here it is a true actual um encounter where no matter where you are that's where you're going to battle and i think that is such a it is the most practical way of dealing with these battles something that should have been done a while ago but i'm glad that they were finally able to implement it here like that snorlax that you were just mentioning uh sometimes when i had to battle it i had to battle over the cliff yeah (laughs) and it's it's not like they force your pokemon to go at the very bottom to go fight the Snorlax. You can have your Pokemon right up there fighting the Snorlax from down below. It's like, oh, that's fucking amazing. That works. It depends like, on... That's it, how it, it... It makes you... It gets you to be more inner... Um, it gets you... How do you call it? Um, it makes you more involved. It makes you feel more in... Um, damn it. Uh, it feels more in, not interactive. Um immersive immersive thank you there you go yeah no it's i agree but it depends on how you throw the ball because there's been times where i've thrown the ball into a fight and then the my pokemon is on the opposite side of a rock from me and i'm like <laughs> and i can't see what's going on and i'm like what the fuck i'm like all right whatever <laughs> like, <laughs> oh and that's the other th- cool thing too is that the terrain like you can thread the needle into certain like you can throw a pokeball through windows to catch pokemon I thought that was cool. Yeah, no, I, um, like I said, there's, there's certain things I still like. I still don't like the monster hunter, like mission style thing like that. I still do not like, but I've gotten over the fact of having to catch everything. Like let's go and just started throwing pokeballs at everybody. Cause you, that's honestly the easiest way to catch shinies, um, is to go to one of those, uh, outbreaks, and just start catching everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's... No, you don't have to catch them all. You can just beat them until... Because that's what <laughs> I did with the first horde that popped up. The the Flotzel horde. I went over there. I was like, okay, my Pokemon need a little boost to did, bit. Why did you not? just, did you just, just say... Just, no, no. Did you just say I did not have to catch I, them all in I, a Pokemon game? No, too. you don't, okay. you don't <laughs> have to catch them all. You literally just <laughs> beat them... You, you gotta catch them all, man. Knock all of them out. <laughs> It's and in then, the song. You've got to catch them all. <laughs> no. No, I ignore the song. Well, now you're not playing the game right, all right? got to catch <laughs> them all. <laughs> Look, just because I, played the game I have, over the di- just because I have I, over 1,000 Pokeballs right now doesn't mean I have to use on every <laughs> single thing I say. Dude, that slogan for a card game, like a collect card game, is fucking, that's, that's beautiful. That's the best slogan ever. That's probably why they fucking have such high collectible value. <laughs> Everybody was chasing every single card in the set. You gotta have them all. Really? Even this even this pathetic piece of pink fluff? Yes! Have it! You can have it! <laughs> oh, my Jigglypuff! Take it! <laughs> <laughs> Take the take the Jigglypuff, and then oh the uh, there's like a rare Blissey somewhere, an Alpha Blissey somewhere that you need. I can't fucking remember where it's at. Anyway, I don't know if I'm that far in. 
I just can't take the trainer seriously at all. Dude, I was, I, I had my, my Kalava was at, was at level 30 when I faced my first, uh, my first human trainer. And I'm like, this trainer's at level five. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yep. Is yeah. it a joke? No, it, get, it gets harder when you the, go. When I had to go face that Lord of the Woods Pokemon in the forest. I'm like, okay, they're pipe. They're trying to hype this up. This guy should be really tough. Level 18. My Pokemon can go circles around this dude. <laughs> Mine. You need something tougher. The Alakazam was tougher than this guy, and he didn't have the golden have, light of the Sinnoh on him. Do you, have, do you have great tough. balls yet? Do you have great balls and heavy balls yet? I have great balls. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And I have the heavy balls. I just, but I don't even give a shit about the great balls. I just use the heavy balls because they're black balls. Like, I, it's it, it's extra emo. Yeah, but you have I to like be like right. Balls. You got to be right on top of the Pokemon, though. That's probably why you're having, you're struggling with that. No, that's actually really easy. Big hell, especially with, especially with the larger the Pokemon too. Because for, if you're crawling. And not moving, no, if you're, like if you're crouched, half the time these Pokemon don't even see you. Yeah, the alphas, the alphas don't. Uh, staring at you. That happened with the Snorlax. Yeah, the alphas, <laughs> they don't. As long as their back is turned, you can sneak up on them. But if they, if you're in their line of sight in like a certain <laughs> radius, they will chase you. I but, will show you. I will. I will record it. You will see. That Snorlax was staring dead at me. It did not see me. Hmm. <laughs> as long as you're crawling and you don't move, most of these Pokemon can't fucking see you. The only Pokemon that does not seem this to work on are the fucking Abra, and that's because they can teleport. Yeah, and that's... you can actually... you. Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to... Make a wisecrack. I was gonna say that's why Ash uh, had a hard time catching Pokemon. He didn't crawl enough. But go on. <laughs> yeah. No. The yeah, um. Was well, to be fair, Ash eventually stopped catching Pokemon and just started befriending them. Just like. Yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. No. But so with the Abras, if they start their teleport sequence and you hit them with a Pokeball, you can catch them. <laughs> and then it, it counts as. And the huh. In mid teleport. Yes, in mid teleport, it'll stop them. Like they'll start to do their like, little fancy like hand waving thing, and you just hit them with a pokeball, and it stops it. <laughs> That's the best part. The only thing I can't figure out though is the initiative speed. Like who goes for like the priority speeds? I don't think there's priority in this game. There is the there is the downside right there, um, and that is the be- dude. I have to record this too. There will be a time where you are battling a Pokemon, and that Pokemon will take 20 fucking turns before you can move once. Yeah, and then the Agile style makes uh, gives your next move priority, but if you use it on a priority move to get it, it's, it's weird. So, like, you can use Aqua Jet with the Agile style. It sets your next move up for priority, and then if you, str- if you strong style it, it drops priority the next round. It's like I don't know. It's Aqua a weird. Jet no longer has priority. Oh my god! Are you serious? 
Yeah, a lot of moves have been uh, have been reworked in this game. Priority moves no longer exist. That's the point of Agile. Priority moves no longer exist. Mm. Hell, Pokemon. I think I don't know if this is only uh, for PvP battles, but even some moves that have specific um, that have specific effects don't work mm -hmm. properly when you, you when in battle for example moves like swift magical leaf faint attack those are moves that are supposedly there they can't miss but in the wild they can yeah i noticed that too i thought that was really fucking weird even though the text that this will never miss yeah it's uh... what the fuck is going on here yeah i don't know <laughs> why am i missing why am i missing with a move that says it will never miss why is this game lying to me? <laughs> it's got to keep oh. you entertained. That's what it is. God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <play for text. laughs> anyway. All right. Well, <laughs> so I guess so I guess it's my turn now. Yeah, Holy I was about fuck, to say a long explanation. We, Sorry about that. It's Arceus, <laughs> no though, man. It's Arceus. There, there was a lot to talk about. There was a lot. Yeah. To talk this is just the introduction. <laughs> Only a forty-minute introduction. Don't worry. Twenty. All right, twenty-five minutes. I'm looking at the time. All right. <laughs> we call this the Midwest Hello. <laughs> God help you if you get stuck in a Midwest goodbye. I feel like that sounds very dirty. It could be. That's how that conversation goes. Jesus Christ. So anyway, <laughs> this week was so fucking enough. awesome. This week was fucking awesome. Um, <clears throat> Kamigawa pre-release. I cracked myself a set booster box and a pre-release pack and pulled absolute fucking cheese tits. Nice. And then the price of everything is going to immediately just dive into the fucking ground. Because, uh, that's what happens with every goddamn MTG set that isn't a Masters. Now, is uh, cheese tits, is that card, uh, is that <laughs> orange mana? <laughs> no, it's the fabled purple mana that everyone talks about I, that I never actually existed. Okay, I got you. It's part of the fabled Bells of Tacos collection. Exactly. See, <laughs> Orlando gets it. Kind of um, like their Pringles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. MTG makes some really good Pringles. I agree. I got all their I got all their land flavored ones. You could stuff a full full canister with those. Nice. Are they still pringling? Are they? I thought they fixed it the last of the set. <laughs> you don't understand how this works. No, Poor bastard. They're just as bad. Oh, they haven't stopped. Cur Dude, the fucking art cards curl. Are you fucking kidding like, me? Like, they're not even fucking good. That's not, there's, the whole thing across the board is the shittiest fucking quality. Hey, they dude, like, I like them <clears throat> with a little curve. That's fine. You're. But I want to slap if I'm if if you if that's your flavor, I ain't gonna fucking argue with you. <laughs> I just assume that they did this on purpose so that Ultra Pro stays in business because they have to fucking you have to have sleeves to make sure they don't bend. Take it's like an extortion rack. So that when you uh when your game takes over by storm, you can take the steps necessary to not fuck up like Wizards to the Coast. Oh, I I have all the faith in the world in Mr. Uh, Mr. Engelbert. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'm glad somebody yeah. does. <laughs> <laughs> well, your friendship on TikTok didn't have any strings attached, so I will put my faith in you because you seem to have a good head on your shoulders, even if it might be up your ass, too. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely both, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, the pre-release was amazing. Obviously, I didn't play any games because who the fuck's playing pre-releases? But my polls were awesome. I'm contemplating going for another booster, a set booster box because of all the polls, all the good polls I had. And other than that, uh, I picked up a new. Uh, new jo new uh, controller for my switch hori makes a uh, split pro pad and that was what i was going to do for my handheld mode since i really only play in handheld mode on my switch and they work wonderfully they the thumbsticks are amazing and they're nice and wide so that my hands don't feel fucked up while i'm playing doesn't look like a switch anymore but that's okay <laughs> yeah i've been using the uh that power a controller Hey, whatever's clever, right? Yeah. Well, I bought it at fucking hundred dollars, and then like the next week it dropped to like sixty-five. I was fucking pissed. <laughs> Where did you buy it from? I bought it from GameStop because it was on the shelf. I think GameStop has price matching. You could have oh. gone back if you wanted and fucking handed the receipt. They might have paid you. You got. You might have got some money out of that. Nah, I mean it's a good controller. I think it. I think it was worth a hundred, but. Um. It just because the Switch one is not selling. If you bought that same controller for Xbox or PlayStation, it would it's still like eighty to hundred bucks. So gotcha. Yeah, it's just the Switch one because the Switch one's not selling, but it's a fucking phenomenal controller. <laughs> it is. Um, as far as my MTG purchases, I would absolutely recommend you, Jay, pick up at least one box, even if it's not the set boosters. You get the draft ones next weekend. Yeah, because the the cards are are really flavorful, and again, the land I've pulled the the scripted uh, Japanese uh, art lands in uh, draft packs. So, oh, nice! I pulled more of them out of my set packs, but they did have them in the, the draft. draft packs as well. Nice. I feel like the draft boxes, especially for me, because I don't really care about the foils and shit. Is probably going to be the best way to go because a lot of them are are holding it like around eighty to a hundred dollars. So if they're holding there, like I might as well just keep buying those. I'll be the only reason that they're selling draft boosters at some point, but you know whatever. Yeah, um, the reason that I bought into the set boosters was one for the art cards because the art is just amazing, but the other was because. Um, there's less commons and because I usually get a set of commons and uncommons like full play sets at the beginning of most uh, releases, I don't need any extra commons because I'm already going to have my play set of, of each of them anyways. Right. I, so uh, the, the other thing too, is that people are chasing these art cards. Now they're, sh they're doing like, there's a Ragavan signed art card apparently that everyone's chasing after. Neat. I, I don't know. But well, yeah, because they, because of that after the success of the art cards in the original Modern Horizons, which is where they started, 
Wizards was experimenting with doing that as like a sec, like an extra insert because I think there were there was enough interest in them as a collectible for people to want to go into them. And then they added the whole the signed versions. You could potentially pull a signed version or you could pull the regular version. And the signed one is just a gold embossed signature from the artist. Right. So it, it, it's not really necessary unless you're re- unless you're you know looking to get those. At which point you know good on you. Personally, like, I like them. Oh, they're gorgeous. Like even the I'm I'm trying to complete the set for the second Modern Horizon set because I already have a complete set of the original Modern Horizons. So I kind of wanted to continue the trend on those. Uh, but yeah. Um, Got at least two planeswalkers. I got uh, Cameo completed, and the Wandering Emperor were my two planeswalkers for this box. Um, pulled uh, three of the legendary channel lands that are part of that set. I'm still missing the red one and the white one. Um, pulled two of the Myo- the the Myogens. That's the other reason I was buying the set booster packs is the commander-specific unique cards. You can only pull those out of either set or collector's boosters. And I wasn't going to collectors to try and pull those, especially with all the variant colors and shit with all the other cards. I just didn't want to deal with that. So, yeah. Uh, managed to pull two out of the five Myogens, but they don't. I don't think any of those are going to hold their value. The one thing I'm looking for is the is the uh, legendary shrine, the Goshintai, the five yeah. color one with the five color ability. That's currently sitting at like forty bucks right now. The one that, that's the one that makes uh, the sh- the shrine creatures. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's still surprisingly freaking out right now. Jin Katax Kataxius is is uh, pre-release pricing at twenty nine. Which is actually hmm. lower than where Vorinclex was when Caldheim uh, came out. Vorinclex was sitting at almost forty for pre-release. Yeah, but he was he was at forty with you know he was at fifty. The Frixian version was at fifty. Now he's sitting at about, was, now the Frixian now version is sitting about like twenty. Yeah, I managed to get it for twenty five. Yeah, and you. the uh, and the <laughs> showcase art too. Yeah, I didn't get the showcase one. The, I have the I have the Frixian one. And I was like, man, this is gonna stay up in price. And yeah, no, I should have gotten rid of it when I had the chance. The foil one probably would have, but the the regular one. Give it time. Usually with sets like those, um, when they I, I noticed this about them, the ones that tend to be more flavor oriented, they take a bit longer to pick up to pick up their box value, but usually they do eventually do so. <clears throat> Yeah, Caldheim's still in rotation, so it's not going to go up for a while. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. And in fact, the fact that it flatlines so hard, even with like some of the more powerful cards you were playing with, the other reasons because fucking Watsi ended up uh, banning um, one of the one of the po- more powerful cards, uh, Tybalt, Tybalt yeah. out of out of a couple of popular formats, or they changed the rules of Cascade, which made the card less desirable. So, yeah, it, it, it's kind of interesting with that. Prices for, uh, for, for pre-release prices for singles for Kamigawa are pretty level. The most expensive land card out of the set is Besaju Who Endures. It's like a $30 card right now. Um, then Jin Gitaxis is like 28 
27 right now, which is still well under where Vorinclex started. And I'm talking about regular, you know, pack fresh, non-foil, non-Phyrexian script version. So that's kind of wild for pre-release pricing. Um, yeah, uh, all in all, relatively good set. I don't think I, so. I recommend it for the flavor. I recommend it for the cards. Yeah, I don't think Junk Tax or whatever his name is. I don't think he's a very good card. Everyone's like, oh, he's a great card because he's a Praetor, but eh, he's better than the red one, but he's not he's not anything to write home about. Well, if you contrast him to his original version, which is uh, at the end of your turn, draw seven cards, and every on your opponent's uh, hand sizes are reduced to zero, uh, that's a much more powerful effect. Right, yeah. Especially in Commander, where you you take out someone's hand size, they're not responding to you unless they top tech top deck something, and they better be to get rid of the car, get rid of Jinkitaxis so they get their fucking lands hand sizes back. But yeah, it's um, <clears throat> and it, the the new ability where you get the extra copy of an artifact, uh, instant or sorcery, and then all your opponents get their first uh, instant artifact the sorcery countered it's not anywhere it's powerful in, in at a glance but like in practice it's not going to be something that is nearly as crippling as the original praetors were right yeah still elspeth is still like the best praetor just because you mean elish you mean elish norn yeah elish yeah that's what i meant not elspeth elish norn yeah she she's gonna She'll still be the, the best out of all of them. Agreed. Uh, in most cases, between her and the original Vorinclex are the two strongest. Uh, no, it would be... The top three would be Elish Norn, um, the Black Praetorium, which makes everyone sack creatures, and you get a creature out of your graveyard to the battlefield. Um... And then and then Vorinclex, because every you're you're all your mana production is increased and everyone's lands lock for a turn. So when they're used. But yeah, um like I said, I, I recommend picking up at least a draft box for yourself next week. I'm sticking with the set boosters just so I can get the extra art cards, the commander ex exclusives, and um, maybe some alternate art cards because I did get an alternate art uh, Kodama of the West Tree. So nice. I uh, I'm honestly curious how um, standards going to play right now. That's what I'm. That's what I'm curious about because I, I might actually get back into standard uh, for a little bit. I, I, everyone's going into modern, and I just hate modern as just a format in general. Modern is just gonna be super fucking dumb expensive too. It, that's that's what modern's thing is. Modern was yeah. modern was for people who wanted to play high powered, but didn't feel like paying the exorbitant prices of vintage and uh, uh, fucking uh, classic. Fuck, my brain went derp. The the retro ones, ninety three, ninety four, like those those were those those walls were absolutely fucking difficult to break down so modern was like the budget alternative to that which is an irony considering the prices it has at this point i mean well, it, 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 it literally was it literally is 
where playing type one was back in the day. So yeah, I'm, uh, we'll see what happens with that. I like watching people play modern, but knowing my temperament, I would probably just deck somebody because I'm just trying to enjoy the game and I'm not trying to be a, be a try hard. And that's what that, that's what that format always felt like to me. Sorry, big Dan. If you listen to this, I don't know if you actually listen to us. <laughs> Dan Shay, Shay He's... plays modern too. Eh. <laughs> Shay doesn't count. She's, get, she's getting out of it, but dude, no, she, Shay goes. Shay goes hard, dude. Really? Yeah, no. Shay has dropped some money on fucking cardboard before, dude. Oh yeah. Well, her fucking boyfriend just sold his uh, original dual lands to buy modern stuff. Yeah. Because they weren't using it, and I was like, "Whew, wow." <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Her and her boyfriend and her sister, like, it's like a whole thing, dude. I'm pretty sure it's her sister, uh, it, her sister's boyfriend, her and her boyfriend all fucking play together. Dang, oh. it's good to have your own built-in play group. Jeez. I yeah, know, right? Exactly. <laughs> and they don't live far from each other because, like, I see them all the time. Like, they used to, Shay doesn't do it anymore, but Shay used to live, dude. And, like, they fucking have played Drunk Magic before on live. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used to watch those. I give Shay such a hard time because I was like, she, I'm like, you always show up to my lives as like randomly. Like you never show up to my, and she's like, I'm always there. And I'm like, yeah, actually you are like, you do show up a lot. (laughs) Shay is fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. I like. She was like the first like creator that I really, really, really enjoyed as a person. Yeah. I still, the whole fucking spore frog thing was hilarious. I'm not even gonna lie. I wish she was still painting them though. Like, well, I don't know. Didn't she do a hundred of them? Yeah, and she was gonna no, she was gonna paint a hundred of them, and she never finished them. And then she oh. put she put one in one of her decks, and then lost it. <laughs> I'll message her. I'll bug her about it. I'll fucking hit up her sister and fucking have her sister bug her about it. <laughs> yeah, right. Make sure your sister finishes those hundred goddamn frogs. I need to see them. We need to see the spore frog glove. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, dude, her fucking Sailor Moon one had me cranking up. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I like, I like Shay. Yeah, she has them all on Instagram too. Oh, follow her on Instagram. Yeah, they're all on her Instagram. Guess I gotta follow the Instagram now. Mm. Fantastic. How's uh how's the master the uh, dual master going, Lando? Uh, I mean I enjoy it for what it is. Um, I mean to an extent. Problem is, is that when you reach a certain rank when you're playing online, uh, you start playing with duelists that uh, love making twenty five thirty card turns. Oh my god! Holy shit! Yeah, at a 40-card deck, it's fucking ridiculous. I'm waiting. Turn one, they're going first, and they're playing, and they're already drawing, like, 15, 20 cards out of their deck. And I'm like, when are you going to fucking make, finish your move? Oh, man. Come on! Are you serious? Yeah, but that's what Yu-Gi-Oh! and Paper is right now, isn't it? 
Yeah, and that's what kind of so kills long. it for me a lot. Yeah, dude, if that's how Yu-Gi-Oh is, that's a completely different game. I've heard it's changed a lot. Like, I've looked at some of the new cards, and, like, they have, like, whole different, like, areas to the play game. Like, the actual, like, layout. Yeah, the Link monsters and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. like, that's yeah. that's all different, dude. I remember back in the day, like, it was just, because that's when I played. Like, I still have some cards from back in the day. They're not worth anything, because I used to fucking keep mine with a rubber band around them. <laughs> um, that that was my deck box, dude. There was no fucking sleeves back then. I fucking would throw <clears throat> gum in my pocket, everything. Like, but it, they had the, um, you just had the two numbers, and sometimes they had an effect, and sometimes they didn't. <laughs> Well, now every fucking card has to have an effect because it's kind of pointless for you to play normal monsters at this point. Yeah, there are some yeah. decks that utilize normal monsters, but they're very rare, few and far in between. Yeah, oh, Jesus. I just I, this. I remember. I remember. I think it was a couple weeks ago where some dude just beat me in a single turn using Exodia because he was able to somehow draw his entire deck in a single turn. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, that's not cool. It, 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 it's <laughs> fucking crazy. And none, not to mention, some of the cards don't actually play properly. Like, they can be activated when, even when their conditions aren't met. There was a duel I remember playing where uh, I activated a card to draw, to draw a few, to draw two cards from my deck, and they immediately countered with a card called Ash Blossom and Joyous Spring. That's a very popular card right now because it can stop uh, effects from That's <laughs> um, pulling cards from adding cards from your deck to your hand, from sending cards from your deck to the graveyard, or special summoning a monster from your deck to the graveyard. Drawing a card does not count as adding a card to your hand, but for whatever reason, in this game, it works. So he was able to stop my effect, and it cost me the duel. Everybody, everybody's been complaining about Ash Blossom right now. So. <laughs> They've been doing so for three years because it's that powerful. You stop some, you stop a player from making their only move by using Ash Blossom, and you've won the game. Because there's nothing they can do, or you'll destroy them on the very next turn. Fair, fair. That's what makes it so powerful. Also, because this game, because Duel Master Duels runs on the OCG ban list, Moxie is everywhere. That's another hand trap that's even more bullshit. Basically, <laughs> every time your opponent, every time your opponent special summons a monster to the field. You can draw a card. Every Jesus. For so, the turn. So all those, so, like, was it Pendulum? Is that what it is? So if they Pendulum summon, and they happen to summon five, six monsters, you're drawing five, six cards. That's a whole different game than what it used to be. Like, completely yeah. different game. That, yeah. that card in the TCG is banned, but it's not on the OCG. And people are fucking going to town with it boy
Damn it, fun time. I'm going to punch you in the dick. <laughs> that's, that's not me, dude. That's it's not, not me. That's Drew. Oh, my God. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> He's over there snacking. Dude, I smoked a joint in the middle of this and fucking muted myself. I was coughing my brains out. <laughs> oh, man. I, had a, I, fucking, I ate a huge fucking dinner. Uh, I, we went to fucking hibachi tonight. Nice. So, yeah. Nice, dude. I was like, literally, my wife was like, what do we have for dinner? And I was like, uh, they close at nine. She's like, don't tease me. And I was like, I kind of was being serious, but if you don't want to go, we don't have to. And she's like, I'll be right there. And I was like, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. <laughs> so we fucking went to Hibachi tonight. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Fucking Pretty little Valentine thing. I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> That wasn't the goal, but I guess. <laughs> I'm going to tell her that now. I said, yeah, I took you. Yeah, I took you. <laughs> don't miss that opportunity, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally taking that opportunity now. She doesn't listen to this. She won't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, man. No. Um, fuck. Oh, I was talking about how he's fucking snacking over there, making me hungry. And I had a fucking giant ass dinner. <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy god damn it um all right so what all right what's all what else is on here we hit uh kamigawa we hit rcs i know the whole nintendo direct thing happened oh, oh yeah fucking baby jesus uh i'm actually excited for like a lot of at first i was like what the fuck are they doing and then i was like uh oh oh you turn this around i'm super excited now so, uh, who wants to go? Who wants to cover that? Go for it, Orlando. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I think we need to start off with that beautiful, sexy Mario Kart 8 Deluxe because they couldn't just stop pumping that shit with, uh, with content, could they? So, one of the things they did was announce a uh, more DLC for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And you think it would be like something like rather small, maybe like a like maybe a couple courses or so with a, like four tracks or so. No. Forty two tracks. Yep. That's the plan. Mm -hmm. Forty two new tracks for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. This is literally going to be the biggest <clears throat> Mario Kart of all time. Oh yeah. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be wicked. And I gotta get that game while it's cheap before the DLC pops up. Yeah. You wish you wish they put that stuff out as well for, for the Wii U, but we all know that they put that they put a bullet in that the first opportunity they, they could. Uh oh, well. I thought I could justify buying the Wii U version for now because I don't play with anybody. Fuck that, but nah, nah, I gotta get it for those court for those new courses. Mm-hmm. Everybody talking about how Mario Kart Nine is in development and everything, but with this, it's like, oh my god, with this along with what Mario Kart Eight already has, Mario Kart Nine better fucking be amazing by comparison. 
I feel like this is, when they do this kind of shit, it's supposed, it feels like a, a last hurrah for the franchise. But it never ends up being that way because then a new person takes over and goes, no, we're going to drive it further into the goddamn ground. We're going to make it even more expansive. <clears throat> we're going to add tracks that people get all dreamt of in their fucking wildest fever dreams. Demolition Mario Kart. What? Yeah, you not get to destroy the carts. We don't do that already? No, you just hurt, you just mildly inconvenience them. Now we're going to be fucking twisting metal up in this shit. As long as you can unlock Sweet Tooth's uh, uh, ice cream truck, I'm sure Jason would be happy. No, as long as you unlock Sweet Tooth along with the signature ice cream truck, that would be great. What a wonderful DLC addition to the damn roster. Shit, I'm sold. Are, are we talking Twisted Metal getting added to Mario Kart? Is that what I'm hearing right now? That would be the yes. That would be the Fantasy Fever. That, dude, yes, that would be amazing. That would be incredible, dude. That would be fucking killer if it did. But yeah, um, not much has been talked about what it is that they're going to, what exactly is going to be added into the game. But I'm sure anybody who has Mario Kart 8 is basically salivating in the prospect right now. Shit, I'll buy the goddamn pass. I have that game, and I absolutely would do that, because I'm an idiot. For you RPG fans out there, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Are we excited about that one? Should I be excited about that one? I believe my son's very excited about it. Um, <clears throat> I, I haven't really played any of the games. I tried playing, you know, Blade Chronicles X. Probably not the right game to play to start off the series, but uh, it left such a poor impression on me that uh, I haven't touched another Xenoblade game since. And I have a disdain for Shulk, thanks to Smash Brothers. That's fair. Uh, <clears throat> Triangle Strategy will be coming out the first week in May. Yeah. I know, Jason's not happy about it. Real-time strategy game. No, it's it's because it plays like fucking, um, what's it called? Fucking, um, ah, oh, like Final Fantasy Tactics. I, I, I hate the tactic style games. That's what I don't like about it. Oh, Meanwhile, you okay. the other like side that. of the spectrum here who happens to love the uh, the tactic style of Final yeah, Fantasy. I, I like that too. Yeah, no, that's but I've 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 not I haven't been quiet about that. Like I just don't like I don't hate those games, I just don't play them because it's just not my style. Like that's what took me so long. I didn't know anything about Fire Emblem, like until I started playing Fire Emblem Warriors, because the whole Fire Emblem universe was all in that turn based tactic style game. I, I just that's why I, did, I never played them. The only one I remember playing for uh, Fire Emblem was the original GameCube one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't like. Any I thought of it was fine for what it Have was. Have you guys ever played Secret of Mana? Yeah. Yep. Dude, that game's dope. They re-released it. Yep. I I didn't know that. Fucking, I haven't actually owned a console in fucking years, dude. The last console I bought was a PlayStation 2. 
God damn. Fair enough. Yeah. They just got too expensive, dude. Even yeah, they when are. they're on fuck <laughs> even like when they're old now, like they're expensive. No, the vintage ones, yeah, because if you you could technically go buy a PS3, it's not very expensive at all. It's cheaper. It's actually cheaper to buy a, like a Retron what, than it is. How much, um, how much does a used PS3 go for right now? About a hundred bucks. Okay, that's that's not as bad as I thought. Because I was gonna say I remember like the regular like PlayStations when they first came out, they were only a hundred dollars, and they dropped down to yep. like twenty five bucks, dude. Like in the games, you could literally buy the games. I remember buying games for two dollars and fifty cents. PS ones yep. are now like if you try to find a PS one now, you're probably looking around like 150 to 200. Yeah, and that's that's what, the, that's what that's yeah. the weirdest thing. Though. I have an original PS one. I bought it off of a, I bought it off of a a half price bookstore and I bought it for 10 bucks. Because that's legit how I used to buy all my old game systems. Because like we didn't have money growing up, like so I'd fucking wait until they went out of style, and then the minute they went out of style, I'd buy all the shit up. Yep. I used to do that with a lot of my sports games because I used to be like a big Madden fan. I would just buy the uh, year after or the year see, before because it was like a dollar or two. So so you're just like a, a uh, I like shitty games gamer because sports games like that suck ass and games like the fucking strategic stuff are great. No, because I play I'm a JR, <laughs> I'm a JRPG guy like JRPGs are my thing. But like for like old systems, the sports games are the first ones I go after yeah. because they're the fucking like they're fifty cents half the time. Dude, I try. I remember so the, I bought the original UFC game and I was like, man, this is gonna be worth fucking something. And then like I waited until like UFC. I, I waited for UFC three to come out and then I tried to get rid of the original UFC. Dude, nobody wanted it for like everybody was trying to get it for like five bucks. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, this is the original. This is the OG. <laughs> Yeah. But that's why, but that's why they only want it at that price. It's old, outdated. Yeah, sports games don't hold their value, but uh, JRPGs only go up in price, apparently. So feels that way. I mean, it's, a lot of, uh, to be fair, all JRPGs are coveted far more than that of sports games, and that's especially true if sports games are yearly releases. Right, yeah. yeah, dude. Suikoden, I'm still trying to find. I keep eyeballing that one that's on eBay. It's like 200 bucks, and it's one of those graded ones, so it's in a case. So I'm literally gonna buy a 200 game to a 200 graded game to crack the case just so I can fucking play the game. <laughs> I mean, people are still willing to try and buy Earthbound on the fucking SNES for a thousand dollars, and that's just with the card alone. Well, speaking of, that's one of the games that was announced on the uh, Direct. Yes, sir. Earthbound 1 and... No. Um, Mother 1 and Earthbound are going to be available on the uh, Nintendo Online service. Yep. I think that's already just now available, or is, are they going to be available later? I don't know. I, I could swear that they were available right now. Are available now. Did but. you guys go... Th how far did you guys get through this list? Just a Not couple very things. Far. Dude, there's so much shit in this one. A fucking yes. oh, yeah. You could speed run some of the some of the lesser shit. Like uh let's see. 
No Man's uh, Sky. No one gives a shit about that. Some <laughs> people are actually really intrigued because it's not actually a cloud game. It's actually playing on the native hardware. Yeah, I'm actually that's that's one of the games I'm looking forward to, to be honest. All right, let's see some of the so let, okay, let's whittle I'll away have, some of the shit. I have to retract my statement. Nobody who batters cares about No Man's Sky. <laughs> Uh, no, I might actually play it at this point just for the funsies. Anyway, just to spy you. Um, so <laughs> Pat, let's do some speed running of some of the shittier ones. Uh, SD Gundam Alliance. If you like super deformed Gundam tactic style games, there you go. Assassin's Creed Ezio Collection, because apparently they're just going to beat that fucking IP until it starts pissing itself. And, and, and no one's going to be any happier for it, but they just keep releasing it because now you can play it portably. Uh, if you like, if you're a weeb and you like weeb shit, uh, Demon Slayer, the Hinokami Chronicles is coming. Uh, Portal 1 and 2 are getting released on the system because that was fucking easy, easy fucking slot in. And especially if they can get the motion controls in, shooting portals becomes even more exciting. Uh, <clears throat> Getsu Fumiden, the Undying Moon. If any of you people are super into the deep lore of Nintendo, there are several games that were only put out for the original Famicom system. Getsu Fumiden was one of them. <clears throat> it was one of the IPs that only came out there and never made it to the Americas because we are filthy gaijin. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Lego Brawls, if anybody wanted a side-scrolling Lego game. Fucking, there you go. Uh, for the for the fucking fanboy in our in our midst, Disney Speedstorm, which is like Mario Kart Disney. So no, you can, okay. Uh, can we talk about how fucking stupid all of those fucking Mario Kart reskins are? Like, I fucking cannot stand them. I just can't. Is it just a skin? No, they're not. So it's people. It's companies trying to do like Mario oh, Kart. Not- He's talking about kart racers. Yeah, I can't stand all these kart racers. Mario Kart will is the the fucking only one anybody should be playing. Like all these other ones are just garbage. Like the Crash one is what Crash Sonic. Um, Look, the cra- the Crash the Crash one only sucked because of that loot box bullshit that they implemented weeks after. Otherwise, it's pretty decent for a racer. Okay, well, there's the Nintendo one. Not the Nintendo one. The Nickelodeon one. Um, that was an easy cash grab. They co- they, it could have been fucking decent, but they were just jerking off with the license. Yeah, no. Disney, the only reason Disney, the Disney one's going to sell is because of the fucking kids that like Mario Kart and Disney. So. Well, if Rare was working under them, they could have fucking made like another Mickey Raceway USA, which wasn't bad for a kart racer. Dude, they should have just—they should have just leaned into the Mickey and the Roadster Racers and put out and put it underneath that instead of doing a Disney race storm. Well, at this point, we know that Disney's nothing but a bunch of money-grubbing, dirty, greedy, demonic apparitions from the spawns of the Seventh Circle of Hell. So I think uh, this shouldn't be, you know, as much of a surprise. To be fair, I'm—I'm at, I'm, I'm at this point, I'm not even considering. Um, buying into their vacation club anymore i'm just thinking about just doing a vacation every once in a while instead of having to be stuck into a fucking timeshare bullshit do you you know about the 33 club no okay so club 33 is this special thing that disney does and i think it's only a thousand members ever that are allowed to have it um or or something like that there's like a limited number of people that can have access to it 
it costs a half a million dollars a year to be in the club. And you have to go on a waiting list for like 10 years to get on it. Like we said, dude, Disney is nothing more than a bunch of money-grubbing, greedy, soulless husks uh, who have sold their souls to the seventh like, circle of hell. You know there's it, like a... There's it, like it, a... Reptiles, dude, reptilians running the world. You you know there's like a dark side of Disney, right? Like the fucking swingers yeah. and shit that show up at Disney and Oh dude, yeah, dude. Yeah. I I I I get it completely. It's just it's oh man. And then the fucking sex was it sex trafficking and then the uh, the fucking yeah. kids that get taken from Disney too? I, like it's a horse world that. after all. It's a horse world after all. There's, like, so much dark shit that happens at Disney that no one knows about. I mean, even down to the pictures of Walt Disney. Walt Disney used to smoke all the time. And you'll Ugh. notice that every guest in there, if they point you in a direction, they use two fingers. And yeah. the reason why is because every picture of Walt Disney has the two fingers, but it's because he was a chain smoker. You'd never see him without a cigarette in his mouth. But they tell you it's inappropriate to point... With one finger, so you have to point with two. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and then they photoshopped all of his pictures. <laughs> it's true, they did. That's a uh, mess, dude. Huh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. Yep. Uh, Disney's been like that from jump. Yeah, not to mention well, I mean, how... when, you're when you come from Chicago roots, that would that'll happen. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Disney, was, Disney was born in Chicago. Was he really? You didn't know that? No, I yeah. did not. Robin well, Williams from Chicago, too. That That's... I knew. That I knew. Well, that explains the Capone-like style that uh, he adopted. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. And they, all went, and they all went down to Georgia because the devil was looking for a soul to steal. <laughs> oh my god actually he spent a considerable amount of time in south america which makes me wonder if he's got any bastard children he doesn't tell anybody about <laughs> south america oh my god oh, yeah. isn't that where they uh have bohemian grove or whatever i have no idea and i am not getting into that conspiracy <laughs> fucking owl. fun times everyone worship the owl fun time <laughs> Fun time went. Fun time went from smoking a joint to taking DMT. Apparently, <laughs> fucking researching aliens and shit. Elves. Yeah, there right. <laughs> let's let's talk little robotic gnomes. <laughs> Lego brawls and zombie army fours. Another. I'm not sure anybody's like really into that sort of crap. And Lando's like, let's here. just keep going before we start incriminating yeah. ourselves. No, no, he's right. He, he's right. Let's yeah, keep well, going. MLB the show. Who gives a shit about baseball? And, you know, the Force Unleashed J. getting released. No, the Force no. Unleashed getting released on yet another fucking platform. No one asked it for. Actually, that one I didn't mind. I thought that was kind of cool. I, the the big the big thing I got from this Nintendo Direct is that they're trying to be more of a retro console than anything else. Like they want to keep every every game that everyone's ever played and enjoyed. They want to put it on the except Switch, for their fucking own. Right, except for their own, exactly. Figure that shit out. Anyway, Switch Sports, if people give a fuck about that, you know. I hey, did. You want Wii Sports, but with two controllers. I wanted well, it. Good. 
See, see, he gets it. He gets it. Drew gets it. The sports games are trash, man. I'm sorry. No, it's the it's the Wii Sports, like the bowling, dude. I used to play bowling all the time. Great. So I'm we. sure you'll enjoy it again. I will. <laughs> Not even a threat at this point. He's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'll send you pictures. Dude, you guys talk shit about me buying Mario Golf, and I enjoyed the shit out of that game. <laughs> Well, look, Mario Switch, look, Mario fucking. Uh, I got no problem with Mario Golf, except the thing is, I'll, I'd rather just play the original N64 one over any of the Mario Golfs today. Honestly, anything Disney, I mean, not Disney, anything uh, Nintendo designed like that, I trust. I think, I think Nintendo has gaming down pat, dude. Yeah, I don't know especially with that, their own IP. Especially with their own IP. Mario Tennis Ultra Smash and see if you, if that'll. Uh, that idea will stick. I've played Mario Tennis. I don't know if it's the same that what you're talking about, and I enjoyed it. There's a well, no, the new one's got fucking crazy as fuck. <laughs> oh. The new one's like Mario Tennis on fucking crack. It's awesome. No, I'm talking <laughs> about the game on the Wii U. Oh no, the new one that they put out on the Switch is just is on fucking steroids. And I'm sure it is, but I still just play the original on the N64. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, can we talk about how they fucking made uh, Metroid Dread easier? They also technically made it harder, too. We're speedrunning through the irrelevant stuff first, then you guys can okay, start you okay. know, gushing about random shit. All right, all right. A, live, uh, live, which was a remaster of an old game. I cannot remember what fucking... Uh, we'll assume it was goddamn PlayStation at this point. Chrono Cross is getting a remaster. Thank God, One dude. I'm actually won. happy about that one. Front Mission One and Two are getting released on the Switch. On the on the Switch. Uh, well, actually, no. We'll bring that one up later. Well, fucking Noah is getting remastered and put out on the Switch. That one I don't mind. I think that I think that one's a bit of an underrated gem. That one. Uh, that one I don't mind. Feel the same way you do. Advance Wars One and Two Reboot Camp is coming out as well. And then uh, I will throw in Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes as a, another one because I'm pretty sure no one's going to really give that more than a couple seconds. Because well, to be fair, it's not like it's, all you have to down to it. It's another Warriors game yeah. with Fire Emblem characters. Yep. I so I bought that, I bought the original style, one. Go ahead. It's yeah. Not like I'm, it's not like I'm not into that stuff. That, that sort of niche. What are you talking about? You're totally getting Dynasty Warriors 9. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, Jesus, that's coming out in three days. All the way to the 13th you, now, two days. Two days, yeah. You pre-ordered that shit, didn't you? Fuck no. I ain't going anywhere near that nonsense. <laughs> Fair enough. That's why I said he's getting Dynasty Warriors 9. Because <laughs> I knew he wasn't going to get it. Cause he's, all he's been doing is complaining about it. Empires is just looks more of the same of Dynasty Warriors 9 and and since that was a trash heap the upon release I ain't trusting Koei Tecmo with this one <laughs> fair they okay put, nowadays they seem to just focus more on uh on IPs that aren't their own for for higher quality which only has me wondering what the fuck they're doing <laughs> I wonder that a lot. And then another one that only the weebs would know about is Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythm Festival. All right, now we can get to the bigger shit. Let's start with the Dread one that you were talking about. 
Yeah. They're adding a rookie mode, which is makes it so that you can you have health regeneration and the monsters are a little bit easier to kill. You have dread mode, which is like if you took uh, the, the hardcore mode from Diablo 2 and you made it so your ass only had one HP. <laughs> yeah, Ever. literally, literally. Everything kills you, you in one shot. You cannot get hit and... Even by like the simplest, like you can't, you can't even take, you can't take a single hit from anything, like nothing. And then um, there's the. This is a mission. That's that's the difficulty. Only only those who have mastered the game can play, and that's insane. I'm actually so I'm actually curious to see some of the speed runs, if not speed runs, full playthroughs of the boss mode. Because I'm, I'm genuinely curious if someone can actually do that successfully without getting hit. Um, obviously, if you die, you can start again. Like, it is what it is. But I, I'm genuinely curious about that. The rookie mode, I was actually mad about. Because remember how we were talking about the accessibility of the game? And, like, then they made it easier. Like, why did you make it easier for people? The game was fine the way it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. But some people apparently didn't fucking see it that way, and that's rather disappointing, especially for a series like Metroid. Metroid is in infam- yeah, but Me- Metroid is famous for its difficulty, just like right. Doom. And yet, people think that difficulty should be toned down for some reasons like that was, no that was that was my whole argument this it, it involves accessibility right but if you genuinely cannot play these games or you're not that's not your style game why make it easier for a game that you don't you're not even really gonna like like i don't i don't know i i just it, I, it just comes with this stupid philosophy of it, or should I say the flawed philosophy of thinking, hey, gaming is for everyone, therefore every game needs to be for everyone, and that is yeah. entirely untrue. No, yeah, I can't. No, it is entirely untrue. Gaming can be for anybody, but not every game can be for... There could be a game for everyone, but not every game is for everyone. Like the whole tactic style game. You it doesn't matter. You talked about this in another podcast, didn't you? Yeah, when we were talking about Dread and the um, the fucking uh, journalists talking, like the journalists that were saying it's too hard for them. And yeah, we're like, Animal Crossing is still that way, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, like we, I even said it before. Like, there's certain style games I just don't like, like the fucking tactic style games. I don't care how easy you're going to make them. I'm not playing them. <laughs> like, <laughs> not to mention, it could potentially, well, at least with RTSs, it can essentially, you know, insult your intelligence. Oh, you made it so easy for me that I can't, because I think, you think I'm that fucking stupid? No, I'm just not into the damn game style. Well, I'm not like, going to lie. I'm going to play this rookie mode because I'm curious how easy they made it. Because I've got, I've beaten, well, I still have yet to beat the final boss, but I've beaten most of the game, so, like, I know how hard it is. Like, I, I want to, I'm genuinely curious how easy they made it. And, it. and it'll allow me to go back to revisit the game, because maybe now I can actually fucking beat the final boss. Well, at the very least, you will no longer be frightened of the fucking Hemis. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You'll now know what's coming. 
also true. And can you you think you think they made it easier to parry them in the rookie mode? Probably because that was one of the most difficult things to do was to parry the Emmys because there was a story in a game. The, the game there was a story element to it. They wanted you to fear the fucking Emmys. They right. weren't just machines for 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 Samus to simply destroy without uh, without a second thought. These were supposed to be some of the most difficult uh, mini bosses in the game. And if they make it easier for you to deal with them, then it takes away from the story. From the story. Yeah, I agree. They can't. They can't change them. If they did, if uh, yeah, I'm gonna try it. I guess since you know I have the game, might as well. It's a free update. You have the game and it's free. Yeah, those yeah. are the two criteria you need to start with. Exactly. Um, what else is on here? Um. Uh, Cuphead's final DLC is coming out, and that looks yes. pretty fucking cool. Yep. Cuphead's what another are they one. Add? Uh, there's a new character and a whole new region with new bosses to fight. Oh, fucking joy! This should be fun. Yeah, because the game needed it <laughs> more to play. They should, honestly, they should have done. Oh, they gave you another uh, playable character, too. I just said that. No, you didn't. You said more bosses. Yes, he did. No, did you? He, he did say it. He said he get, we're getting a playable character, a new playable character, as well as a whole new map to uh, with new bosses. Oh man, Cuphead <laughs> is brutal. I I love it. So, um, for, for me, I don't know whether or not I'm going to feel excited for a brand new map with new monsters. Especially I, um, since I'm trying to perfect the old, the ones already in the game. I I still can't get off the first like little island. <laughs> I'm fucking I terrible mean, at that game. I mean, I could technically leak each island without a problem. It's just that I'm trying to perfect every single one of them. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I don't do that for many games. I think what was the, I can't think of the like the last game where I was like I need to get everything. Um, I did that with Bravely Default too. That was the last time I did that. Yeah, I still haven't beaten that game either. The <laughs> fuck are you waiting for, bro? I just I've been distracted by Pokemon is what's been happening, and then I got distracted by Diablo mm. season twenty five, and then uh. Yeah, and then Pokemon again, and now I'm gonna I'm get. I'm about to I'm get distracted to, by the next uh, next game on here. I'm trying to practice uh, perfect as well, uh, Doom Eternal, so that I can beat the campaign on Ultra Nightmare, because oh, that's going to be fucking demonic. That's another game I haven't played yet. You need to play it, not in front of your kid, but you need to play. No, it. my kid plays it. My oldest. Yeah. But I was talking about your youngest, but oh. all right. My youngest has actually watched my oldest play it. <laughs> Jesus, he's got to be ready for it when he's older. <laughs> yeah, right. For real. No, the uh, so the I'm going to get distracted by Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Hell that's, yeah. That's coming March. That comes out. Yep. 30 March, March. fucking years in the making. Have you it's seen it, dude? It, dude, it reminds me of like. Um, reminds me of Mario Odyssey and Sunshine, but like it's Kirby. And that's great. 
And technically, oh, yeah. it's, it's also 20 years in the making for it as a 3D platformer. Because that's been in development since the N64 days. And now they finally realized it. Yeah. I don't know, that, but that like that looks so good, and I'm not like a giant Kirby fan, and I want to play the shit out of that game. Oh, yeah. I am all I'm, for it. I know a couple of diehard Kirby fans, and they're fucking stoked for this game. All I'm saying, there's a bunch of really bad sexual innuendos that can be said about fucking this new Kirby game. What's like the new, uh, what's it called, mouthful mode? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, make all the innuendos all you want. It's still a relatively innocent innocent game of about a pink puffball that can destroy the entire universe by simply sucking into it. Oh, shit. Am I talking about Kerbal? <laughs> What's that? What? Um, there's that one. Yeah, Kirby. Dude, Kirby. By far, I think I pre-ordered it. I'm almost positive I pre-ordered it. You can't, uh, you can't fucking tell your pre-orders on the GameStop app anymore. Did you know that? They took that functionality away. Why? Dude, I don't fucking know. Good thing I don't do that. Good thing I only, uh, good thing I just keep the receipt. Yeah, I, I usually keep the receipt too, but, like, the fucking, um, like, for Arceus, I didn't even, I forgot when it it was even coming out until I got that phone call. Because it usually just tells me, like, when I check the app, you can see, like, your pre-orders on what's coming up and what month and shit. I it doesn't show you that anymore. They took that whole thing away. That's dumb as hell. That's what I'm saying, dude. Fucking GameStop. I, I swear to God, like if it wasn't the like if I didn't hate Amazon as much as I hate them, I like I'd be going to them for their video games instead of fucking GameStop. <clears throat> GameStop literally oh. they literally have nothing to offer me anymore. You can't go in there like you can't go in there and just buy Joy Cons if you need Joy Cons. You're more likely to find them at fucking Best Buy and Target than you are at fucking GameStop now. If you don't pre-order a game, they they don't have extras until, like, two or three weeks later. So it's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what are you guys even here for? You're just a pre-order machine now? Like, that's it? Dude, they've been getting fist-fucked ever since COVID started. Other than the Diamond Hands incident, you know... uh, back a while back it feels like jesus yeah but they have they had they, like, they took that, that moment to pivot and they fucking pivoted the wrong direction shocking a company that's made multiple bad multiple financial bad decisions and just fucking continue doing that let let's continue to be shocked by this yeah i guess it's but just it's disappointing that's I, all i'm saying <laughs> they still call me when my pre-orders are up i don't give a shit if i don't if i can't see my pre-orders i know i've pre-ordered stuff i don't order so much shit that i forget the pre-orders i have yeah see i did that though the last nintendo direct i was like give me dread give me uh twilight uh sword not twilight sword yeah, skyward sword. Sky, skyward sword give me which i still haven't played yet by the way I st- jesus christ <laughs> i still haven't played it yet <laughs> i keep saying it no my to my dying day i'll keep saying it Video games are the millennial equivalent of books in a study. There's going to be a bunch of them, and likely most of them you've never read. Then explain my backlog for fucking Warhammer. <laughs> That's your fucking cross to bear, son. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So I still got to play Skyward Sword, and then, um, fuck else. 
I ordered, I pre-ordered a whole bunch of shit at the time, but there was like four games before Dread even came out that I ended up buying. Oh, Diamond Pearl. That was the other one. Yes, By Diamond way, Pearl I necklace. I finished Diamond and Pearl. Mm-hmm. Um, it was okay. Yeah, that's the general consensus with it. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> it wasn't, uh, it wasn't going to be anything fancy. Yeah, but the reason why it's important for me is because I didn't even like the original Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. Gen 4 is among my least favorite generations aside from Generation 8. So I was hoping that this this supposedly definitive version would uh Who was 8? The Alola, Sun and Moon? Sun and Moon was 8? Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield's 8. You didn't like Sword and Shield? No. I kind of liked it. I didn't like it... My st- my favorite still to this day is XY, and that's fine. Generation Six is actually, a, in my opinion, it's underrated, and a lot of people are starting to are starting to see that. It's the first time you see the fairies. That's the first time fairy the fairies um, showed up. Well, for me personally, I think the story is a lot better than most people give it credit for. I think it's even better than that of Black and White. Ah, see, that's a toss-up for me because I really liked Black and White Story. I just that's liked fine. X and Y's gameplay better. I mean, that's fine, but for me, I liked uh, I liked X and Y Story better than Black and White, and that's because the I think people disagree just because X, uh, Black and White did a better job world building than X and Y. Right. But I think X and Y had a much deeper uh, had a much deeper had much deeper story themes than that of uh, black and white. See what I, this is what I think happened with sword and shield sword. Well, okay. So first they they went to let's go, right? Let's go was the newest generation of Pokemon, not generation, but the newest style of game. Right. And then they, they didn't really have, they didn't really need a story with that because red and blue really didn't have a story. So they didn't have to do much with that. They just had to, give you the mechanics, say go and have fun. So I get that one. I still don't like that game. Then Sword and Shield came out and I was like, Sword and Shield, they sacrificed storytelling that they had from Black, White, XY, and even a little bit in Sun and Moon. They completely sacrificed it for graphic upgrades, which didn't really upgrade too much because the, the Pokemon moves and battles and all that, they were... They were still the, like they were still the same as older editions, just with like a upgraded skin, I wanna say. But like all the actions were still the same. So they don't they they sacrificed the good story for the new mechanics and a better looking like product. That's all they did. And they still they still haven't recovered that with Arceus. Like Arceus's story is not as great. It, it's like another fucking sword and shield story, in my opinion. But it, probably. But I think with uh, Ar- in Arceus's case, I think the gameplay, can, seeing how it's much more radical, I think it does a better job at. Uh, I think it. I think it made a much better sacrifice rather than Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield, heart is had the tried and the, the tried and true formula 
stretched so much to the point where all the sacrifices it made just for just for uh, what it what it essentially offered was essentially nothing. Right. And it didn't. It, it just wasn't work. Meanwhile, Pokemon Arceus basically overhauled its core the core gameplay. But see, with Sword and Shield it, is leaned more towards the competitive aspect because that's 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 what the game is meant for. It's for the competitive aspect. When you are going to tournaments now, you are playing X and Y. That's that's what you're playing. Sword and Shield. Or yeah, Sword and Shield. Like that's what you're playing. So you're not you're not playing Ar- Arceus. You're not playing Diamond and Pearl. Diamond and Pearl. I don't know why they fucking redid it the way they did it. To be honest, like because it's for the they they did it for the casual. Here's the thing. Like you said, Sword and Shield was made to try and entice everybody to the competitive to the competitive side of things. The thing is, there's a reason why competitive uh, competitive gaming is niche, and that is not everybody is going to be into it. Right. And you and Pokemon and Game Freak trying to push the casuals into trying out competitive Pokemon essentially backfired. I mean... The game is still fun. For so, you. Uh, yeah, fair. <laughs> For you. Fair. For you. I didn't find it enjoyable. But, like, it... I only, a- found, I only found the least little bit of fun was when I was playing with Drew and a couple other friends just doing uh, raids. island raids. And yeah, that was more on the fact that it was us just having fun talking shit and whatnot over the actual gameplay itself. You're right, exactly. Yep. But here, like, the other thing, too, is that with... This is what I'm curious with Arceus, because right now, the system that they have, you can trade long distance. Like, I could, me and you can trade Pokemon, right? But I can't battle you. So I don't know how they're... Like, are they doing battles? Are they doing a battle system? It doesn't seem like it. But like I said, I haven't beaten the game yet, so I don't know what like the true end game is. Like, is there even a true end game? Well, if we if we want to if we want to make um now uh if we want to make uh, assumptions, I would like to say that this is likely the first mainland experience where the gameplay is more focused on the single player aspect rather than the multiplayer. And if you ask me, that's probably why I like it as much as I do, because I'm not be, I don't have to deal with, uh, with online feet with, with online players. I don't have to deal with that sort of stuff. And that's true. that works for me. That works for me really well. But we're all me and you are both still not at the end game. Like we still have story to play. Through. Are you kidding me? I'm so fucking far back behind in the early game absolutely that's what i'm saying (laughs) so like i i need to know what the actual end game of this game is is it literally just fill the pokedex and that's it you're done or is it is there more to it you know what i'm saying i would like to think so only because there is a lot of if we look at the the way the moves have been uh tweaked they don't do anything that what uh what 
from what we see. Stealth Rock, for instance, is an attacking move now. Yeah, I noticed that. I'm, I'm like, that's interesting. I think so, I think you just have to relearn the moves, though. It, like you just have to reprogram yourself. Well, we'll see how it goes. I'm sure people have beaten the game by now, but oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we haven't <laughs> ourselves. So I guess we'll we'll see from there. Yep. All right. Well, we still got some more on this list. Like, we'll bring up. It's boiling my Hispanic blood in me, baby. Mario Strikers Battle Arena. Fuck yes. <laughs> Is that the soccer one? Yes. Yeah. Dude, you have no idea. You want a sports game? That's the sports game. Because I have the original Mario Strikers on the GameCube. That shit's a fucking blast. It's the one game that gave the characters attitude. Where everyone, where we're usually using, usually seeing the Mario characters, at the very least being, you know, having, I don't know, being tongue-in-cheek. These guys knew how to give these characters sass. <laughs> and I'm so glad that the third, a third entry is finally being made. For all we know, maybe Mario Sluggers will come back too. But, uh... I don't know. I, I doubt about that one. <laughs> but yes, I'm stoked. I am fucking stoked for Mario Strikers Battle Arena. It is. I hear Rosalina's going to be a part of it, but I'm, I mean, I'm not even fucking surprised by that. Everybody wants the fucking galaxy princess goddess. So I guess that's. Yeah, that was a no brainer. So. There's one game on this list that I am like ultra hyped, excited for, because I took a lot of time off of work to beat the first, to beat the last one, and really, really fucking enjoyed it. And that is, uh, that is going to be Xenoblade Three. I'm happy for you. <laughs> you didn't like this. I'm Did you like two? No, I'm I'm not a fan of Xenoblade. Oh, so I'm, I'm normally sorry. I'm normally not a fan of Xenoblade. Like I've played the Xenoblades, like Xenoblade X, I enjoyed to a point. That one I had a little bit of trouble with because it was more online play. Yeah, but, that that killed it for me. That killed Xenoblade for me. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of this. Xenoblade Two with Rex and the gold uh was it golden something of Torna. Golden Age of Torna. Gold, yeah, Golden Age, the DLC for that. Dude, that story was so fucking good. So good. And, like, it, it, the DLC was, like, the prequel to the actual game. So after you after you beat the villains in the first version of it, you, get, you play the DLC and you get to play as the villains and learn how they became the villains, which I was like, holy fuck, this is awesome. <laughs> And it changed That's the a super cool concept. Yeah, dude. And it changed the mechanic just enough so you weren't playing the exact same game. Like it changed it um, enough where you had to like relearn the battle system a little bit. Dude, it was oh man, that's that game like is one of my favorite Xenoblade games. And um, I don't like the definitive definitive edition. Like I like how it plays because it's you know an RPG style. 
but I don't like the Shulk version of the game. But like Xenoblade 2 with Rex, it was oh, chef's kiss, man. Chef's kiss. <laughs> so good. With the it's the drivers and stuff like that. This one looks like it's going back to like the, the Xenoblade X style where you get um, they're they're the blades still. So but the, the drivers, you get the mechs. So instead of hopping and switching weapons, you're using like mechs again, I think. That's the way it looks from the trailer. That doesn't come out till September. So like, but I'm fucking so hyped for that. So hype because there's no there's no Pokemon. So I got to fill fall with something. <laughs> I wish you the best on that one. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Well, time to splat. Time to splat this entry. Splatoon 3. I'm, Hooray! So I'm actually shocked it's coming out so late. I thought it was supposed to be last year. I guess maybe they're taking their time with it. Apparently, it's become one of the bigger franchises of Nintendo, which is weird, given to the fact that it's a, a relatively new franchise. Yeah, no, I've never heard of it. You've never heard? Oh, yeah. So Dude, I, I told you, I, I, I'm old school. Bro, I was like, Splatoon? You never heard of Splatoon? What the hell are you talking about, bro? Yeah. No, it's... um. So Splatoon is, uh, think, paintball. So, okay. The whole point is to paint the map. And the person who has the most, the team that has the most paint on the map wins the round. So You're not human beings. Yeah. You're squid-like, anthropomorphic creatures in a post-human era. Okay. And it's it's like your buddy. It, the whole point of the, the the whole point of it is just like your buddy says, is to paint the fucking world. <laughs> so yeah, Tyler. <laughs> basically. So like it's you a, go. In, it's a third person shooter, but instead of just yeah, in, instead of killing uh, enemies, you know, uh, you're just painting the town every other color except red. Which which you can wait. Which you can still do. You can still fight other players. And but not, it's not the main point. Right, right, exactly. But you can use that to your advantage to gain some momentum because the less time that they're on the, the map, the more time you're repainting the areas that they've painted. And then there's different weapons like the rollers, the... Um, like yeah, there's you like just a, use a paint roller as a motherfucking weapon. Yeah. It's the game shotgun. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking cool, man. It's, it's a three-on-three, three, like... They do, they do esports with it too, so it's like it's a three on three match. You have your team, and then the person who has the most. I believe it's a four on four. Is it four on four? I thought it was three on three. No, it's four on four. Anyway, either way, so you have your team, and the person, the team with the most paint on the field, wins the round. So okay. And you, so if it's you're an interesting twist to this, if you're shooting genre. here, yeah, here's the other thing. If you're shooting the paint and you run out of the, the your, um, you carry like this little canister and if you run out of paint, in your canister, you turn into a squid. And if you swim in your color, you recharge your, um, your paint. Which okay. you charge, you, you refill without getting rid of your own. Uh, the paint that you've already splatted, 
which yeah. is weird, don't you think? If you fr from from a lore aspect, you're essentially creating infinite ammo by using ammo. It's That's, their way, but it's their it's their recharge mechanic or their reload mechanic. That's all it is. I know, but it's still. It's still odd, don't you think? You think that reloading would mean like you're taking some of it off the floor? No, and then and then you could also use it for because you turn into the squid and you can you have faster movement, so you gain speed and you can jump to different pools. Um, so it gets you around the map faster. It's I don't know. It's a cool freaking concept. I just I'm not a big Splatoon guy. Um. But it's, it's definitely... I used to play a lot of the first game. Yeah, I never got the a first, chance to play the second. The first one. The second one I didn't buy. And like this one's supposed to be, supposed to be um, more re or more refined mechanically. So we'll see. You. Yeah, no, it's a cool concept. There's another game out there that I, I hope ends up blowing up. And I can't remember the name of it, but it's like um, it's like Dodgeball almost. And after the release, I haven't heard anything about it. Let me see if I can find Probably it. because it's not as fun as actual dodgeball. Yeah. No, you, you dodge the, a wrench, you could dodge a ball. Yeah, right. What? Uh, I'll never I think that's find just this. about everything. That is everything. I'm just trying to figure out the name of this fucking game. It's like dodgeball, but... The fuck's it called? If I type Dodgeball Nintendo, it just brings up the old game. That's funny. Third party Dodgeball style. Oh, I should do Switch. No, that didn't work. Releasing a new Dodgeball multiplayer party game. It's Ubisoft. Okay, so hold on, agree. Nope, that's different. <laughs> that's not what I thought it was. Knockout City, that's what it's called. That sounds familiar, but okay. They're on season four. So there's gotta be some yeah. Join us in Knockout City today and check it out for free. Uh, a free-to-play game. I have to say no to that one. With loot boxes, I think. Wouldn't be shocked. Each, each season introduces new maps, ball types, rewards, events, and challenges. You'll need to purchase a. Uh, you need to purchase the game to experience that. So you can't play the seasons without purchasing the game, but you can free-to-play some of it. Yeah, Knockout City is the game I'm talking about. I'm kind of hoping that game takes off. Well, I'm pretty sure it already did take off if they're on fucking Season 4, and I didn't fucking know about it. I might have to actually download it and play it. <laughs> we got anything else, or we want to talk about Joe Rogan? <laughs> No, we don't need to talk about him. Oh, uh, man. I just, we I'm can talk about how Logan Paul sucks. Yeah, we can. What, what the fuck? Did he, he just did something, too. I mean, if you want to talk about the Bendergate thing. Oh, yeah. No, it's not even Bendergate. 
there he I think no no that's what that's what he called it oh he personally called it that yeah so supposedly there's a bunch of rumors out there but supposedly they just they're still working out a deal with him and everyone's saying that they lowballed him or he's asking too much money but no one knows what's going on all the all the only official news is that they're still negotiating Bender but they're also looking to recast in case they can't sign him. Well, that's not the well. That's not what uh. What was um? If you Wait, ask me, casting Logan Paul for Bender. No, 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 so no. Futurama's no, 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 no. getting a reboot, and or I shouldn't say a reboot. They're getting they're continuing the series, and uh, one John DiMaggio, the voice of Bender, turned out that he wasn't going to be returning, and the reason he's not returning is because uh negotiations for his pay fell through. Gotcha. Because he wanted to be paid as much as uh, Katie Segal and Billy West, which, in my opinion, is a fair is a fair uh, it's it's a fair request. I mean, you can't have Futurama without John DiMaggio. I'm sorry, he he's the iconic voice of Bender. Just like how you can't have Futurama without Billy West or Katie Segal. They yeah, voice those iconic so characters. the what they're trying to say now, or what people are trying to say, is that if they can't sign him to try to like get rid of Bender completely, not completely like, off the show, but like for this season, make him be somewhere else. <laughs> Just don't write him in. Which I'm like thinking, I'm like, dude, if that, you watch the show, you need Bender. That's not going to happen anyway, because if they're already talking about this, they've already had quite a few episodes already done in. It's way too right. late. For them to make changes now. Well, yeah, I agree. But even if they did make the change, like you can't get rid of Fry's best friend. Like you just can't. Agree. They, <laughs> they could. They could make it to where, well, they're in negotiation at least, because eventually they will need to bring Bender back. But like, if they're trying to negotiate with them, they could just write for the meantime. Fucking another robot comes into play, and then make it like a tear wrencher thing to where like his friend comes back, and he's like, "Yo." It wasn't the same without you. And <laughs> I don't think they can because that's already that that's already adding more strain to the uh, not simply the writers, but to the animation studio that they're going to have to hire to right. get all that done. Remember, this isn't like a multi. Well, this is Hulu that they're working that, that's doing this, Looking. not Fox this time. It's still a huge company, man. Yeah, I was about to say that's billions of dollars still. Just gonna, maybe they want to put it into a different programming, but it's Futurama, and the Futurama like crowd will the, is flocking well, to Hulu. Look, if if the if money was no object, be, given the fact that it was Hulu, they wouldn't be they wouldn't be lowballing uh, John DiMaggio like this. They would have already just agreed. Yeah, but who owns Hulu? That's a good question. Who does it, own Hulu? Disney. Plus, how how much <laughs> Disney owns it, and yet they haven't they shut have. it down. Yeah, but all the back stock of fucking animation they probably have too, dude, that they can use to fucking clip in sections to just speed up the process. Yeah, they probably have tons of that shit fucking backed up, dude. Disney owns. I'm almost 100 percent positive because Hulu comes with Disney Plus now, and ESPN. 
That just makes Hulu completely redundant. Why? Because it's another. Yeah. Str- it's yet another streaming service. It yeah. All ju- and like, what'd you say about Disney? <laughs> what'd you say about Disney? I didn't say anything about Disney. No, I him. said Disney's a bunch of soul-sucking, greedy-ass motherfuckers, but they exactly. aren't that, But they aren't that stupid. No, they bundled, they bundled no, Hulu they, and Disney+. They aren't Plus. that stupid. That's why they named them different and made them look different. You had no idea until just two seconds ago, bro. <laughs> they, You're kidding me. No, they, <laughs> Disney, Disney owns Hulu. They're fucking genius. They aren't stupid. You're 100% right. They're not stupid. <laughs> well, good thing I don't own hope. Good thing I don't fucking subscribe <laughs> to either. And if you subscribe to Disney Plus right now, if you pay for the bundle, they give you a bigger deal if you go with the Disney. It's like Disney Plus, like, whatever. And you get the you get ESPN, which if you like sports, you watch ESPN because Disney owns ESPN also. And Hulu with the bundle. You have... How long do you think it'll be before Disney buys Pornhub? They already own it. <laughs> yeah. No. We're, let's see. Let's see who is. I'm actually shocked. Uh, Pornhub hasn't bought Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> what? So they can rebrand it Porn Against Humanity? I, I don't know. <laughs> that would be fucking great. That would sell. That would sell. I guarantee it would sell. <laughs> Pornhub is actually from Canada. They're owned by Canadian owners. That's weird. The biggest porn company in the world is owned by Canada. This is, I should say about their degeneracy. This is gonna be. This is gonna be the second episode we've talked about porn. This is gonna be like that's, a new thing. That's why. That's why Can- Canadians are so chill. Probably. they get stoned and watch porn (laughs) maybe that's why they want the lockdowns is is boxing day just porn and chicken day Uh, who owns it won't tell me who owns them I guess mind geek is what they're called yeah mind geek I can believe that, yeah. The lawsuit claim. Hold on, they got sued. The lawsuit claims that MindGeek is a classic criminal enterprise run according to those who know it best. Just like the Sopranos. What the fuck? <laughs> when you're when you need your AAA gaming to have mafia style hits. Pornhub find a federal racketeering lawsuit against the company's secretive Canadian parent, MindGeek. Its owners and executives. Visa, Visa owns Pornhub. Awesome, which processes payments for the porn site. The hedge fund Colbeck Capital, Damn, which underwrote debt and financing for company. Dirty. MindGeek is a classic criminal enterprise run according to those who know it best, just like The Sopranos. Well, I just read that. Uh, MindGeek is an online pornography company, but according to the complaint, is also one of the largest human trafficking ventures in the world. And it is likely the largest non-regulatory repository of child pornography in North America. Holy fuck. When is this article from? I know they got in trouble for stuff like that. June um, 17th. On their their site because there was stuff with uh, child pornography 
and like a whole bunch of like stolen porn too. Yeah, June uh, June seventeenth, twenty twenty one. So this is a recent article. Holy fuck! How did I not hear about this? The Mind Geek defendant got uh, rich. The complaint says also knowingly profited along with them were major American credit card companies, banks, including the particular uh, here defendant Visa, who is uniquely suited to stop the explo- exploitation, but chose instead to participate in the profiteering. Damn. Pornhub is currently reviewing and investigating to the complaint filed today in California. Pornhub has zero tolerance for illegal content and investigates any complaint and or allegation made about content on their platform. Uh, it added that at the allegations in today's complaint that Pornhub is a criminal enterprise that traffics women as run like the Sopranos are utterly absurd, um, completely reckless, and categorically false. I wonder if we could find um, where... See- I'm See, going though, to what you're, off, what you're talking about is, is I I'm think... I'm going to need you to take this giant dildo and put it in your ass. It, there is porns like that out there. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> but, but, um... Uh... No, it, th- that article, was that from, like, a year ago? Yeah, last June. Okay, so, so it was last year, I'm pretty sure, that this happened. That that all went down, and like if you seen the numbers on like how many videos were on Pornhub mm-hmm. and like how they dropped, dude, they dropped by like probably down to like two thirds of what they were. Jesus, like, they dropped significantly, and it's because they had a whole bunch of child porn and shit like that on there. But it's because other people upload it. Like you can start an account, dude. You can upload yourself to Pornhub right now. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Start start hosting the podcast on Pornhub. Oh my god! Yeah, we probably. <laughs> I mean, we're two episodes now, and we keep going. We might as well. Put your 69th episode on Pornhub. Podcast on Pornhub. Specifically on Pornhub. <laughs> Nowhere else. Only only Pornhub exclusive. Episode 69. <laughs> Only if it comes with a $100 million deal. <laughs> For real, though. I should Orlando, look at... be all about that money. Damn it, look, now look I'm going to do it. Porn... Now I'm going to fucking do it. ourselves to fucking Pornhub, I'd like to at least have a little money to show for it. Uh, nobody said you had to do anything dirty. They, yeah, we just have to doing it on Pornhub is, a, is is in, is dirty in itself. Yeah, no, it's just going to be the podcast. It's no, spiritually we're not, dirty. We're not going to be on video. It's just going to be fucking the podcast. No one's going to listen to it, but it'd be funny as fuck to drive some traffic to Pornhub. <laughs> episode sixty nine is just want, straight I'll, like, missing. Get down in my underwear, dude. And I'll fucking like <laughs> shoot a whole bunch of shots myself. We can have like a slideshow while you the podcast play. <laughs> dude, I'm totally. Uh, I, I have to do it now. I have to do it. I have to. Episode sixty nine special. Yeah, Pornhub exclusive. We already have a we already have a uh, YouTube exclusive episode. <laughs> I think you'd be one of the first podcasts to have a Pornhub exclusive video. <laughs> yeah, take that, Joe Rogan. Now I'm gonna do. Now I'm gonna do research. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
All right. Anything else? We got anything else here? Uh, Nothing major. I, I think I'm good. We're Unless good. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I forgot to fucking plug our shit last time. Anyway, so go follow us on our social medias. If you made it this far, thanks for listening. Um, go to Kofi, drop some stuff. I'm actually having uh, planning some stuff for Kofi. Um, outside of just you get to pick the the cat, you get to pick the topic, whatever. I'm gonna try to set up like a tier thing, uh, maybe a little bit closer to like a Patreon style thing, but not actually Patreon. Um, and maybe maybe we'll start this new exclusive episode thing instead of just Pornhub, right? <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> maybe we'll do some Kofi exclusives. Who knows? Anyway, but um, that would be cool, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm still working on that stuff. I'm still really bad at marketing the podcast, so yeah, uh, I gotta get better no, at that. But um, yeah, follow us on our socials. Obviously, Angry Wargamer on almost fucking everything. Um, we were pushing the Twitters, but um, you know, Punk Toast on Twitter, Punk Toast also on TikTok. If you want to go follow him, um, yes. Ragnarok Knight on Twitter, Orlando, but. Uh, obviously Funtime Nerds, Funtime Nerds on Instagram and uh, TikTok. And then oh. um, I'm yeah. also on Twitter, but I never use it. Yeah. You'll find my secret GP stuff on Twitter, though. Yeah, there you Ooh, go. Nice. There you go. Um, yeah. But yeah, just follow, follow us on the socials so you can keep up with us. I did uh, put out a Twitter uh, tweet saying, you know, if they had any questions for Brett for an interview for the interview that we did uh nobody got back to me and I put it up probably like two hours before the podcast which is probably my bad but you know whatever <laughs> maybe we'll ask him next time <laughs> but yeah uh follow us on the socials uh let us know how we're doing give us likes reviews wherever you listen to us obviously between Spotify which I might be pulling from Spotify I haven't decided yet uh because I don't want to deal with any of that bullshit that's going on um or Apple Music, uh, if you listen to the Apple, listen to us on Apple Music or even on Podbean, leave us a review. Let people know about us. And as always, stay sexy and go fuck and yourselves. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's right.